Hello and welcome to Genuine Connections, where I invite friends and strangers and today family members. I brought today my brother James. Hello. And my father John. Hello. All right. <laughs> to the podcast and today we're going to talk about the culture wars. Um, and I'm going to let my brother dive into this topic because this is what he wanted to talk about. So. It is what I wanted to talk about. Yes, are we going to do accents now? Of course. Why wouldn't we? It'd make it a lot more fun. Yes, all right. right, You said we need to be entertaining, so we're going to try and be entertaining. All right, why don't you dive deep then? Uh, Yeah, I'm just going to fledge out some experiences that maybe I've had with regards to this culture war where there are two sides fighting within the culture. So, yeah, so I guess I'll start with that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... Uh, there was a meeting that I participated in and it was the idea committee meeting. The idea Uh, committee? Yeah. Okay. Inclusion. Yes. Diversity. Idea. Equity. Yes. Uh, adversity. (laughs) No. Uh, alicorn. No. And, wait, okay. Inclusion, diversity, equity, and... Alimony. Yes. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Can you give me a hint? Well, it depends on and which Aristotle. committee we're talking about. Because the A is, is... is A-hole. Yes. No, the A is variable, depending on which committee you're in. So A is not consistent across committees. Can you give me a hint? Another one. What's the um, second letter? Well, it depends. Well, but for both of them, it's C, funny enough, the two that I'm familiar with. Okay, just say it. Okay, one of them is access and the other one is action. Okay. Uh, those are the two that I've been exposed to. But the one that promotes access, um, I was a part of this meeting and uh, this, this Volun- meeting started off very strange. Are you, wait, are you part of this voluntarily or for, by request? The, the, the meeting required. was a voluntary thing. The meeting started off, you know, like everyone introducing themselves and, you know, what they hope to achieve with this committee. Was this your first time? This was the first, my first experience with this was also the first meeting that occurred. Okay. So it was everybody's first meeting. Correct. And when it got to my turn to introduce myself and kind of describe why I was here. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Dad's playing with keys. Um, uh, I was very open and honest and said, well, you know, I kind of have some concerns about what this committee's goals are because I've had a bad experience with these ideas in the past. Um, And I kind of started flushing out why. And I kind of went into, well, diversity, equity, inclusion might not mean what you think they mean and so I kind of laid out an argument for what my experience with these words were and uh, I think that they are contrary to Martin Luther King Jr.'s message of judge people by the content of their character not by the color of their skin and some at some point when I was kind of giving my little monologue which I do often I'm sorry is uh, some random person on the chat started screaming at me uh and claimed why? that well 
I think it gets back to definitions. <laughs> well, what did you so, say that made her scream at you? Well, so I, I kind of fleshed out what diversity I think means, what inclusion I think means. And uh, so diversity seems to mean uh, we're going to promote certain people based on characteristics that they can't change about themselves, whether that be race or whether that be gender or sexual orientation. For inclusion, inclusion seems to be inclusive of all things, of all people, but there's, in my mind, there's clearly an inherent limitation to that inclusion because obviously we would not necessarily want to include Nazis or, uh, or white supremacists within our little community here. So there seems to be some limit, and I would agree that we might not want those types of individuals in our community. And that's where Um, she went off on you? No, it was a little bit later. I don't remember the exact point I was making, which triggered this individual, but at some point when I was saying, like, I'm for Martin Luther King Jr.'s message and not for this message, this person started yelling at me and labeled me a white supremacist, even though just a couple moments prior, I said we would want to exclude them. So, uh, yeah, this, this person just freaked out and started yelling at me and was like, you're the only guy here. Like, how dare you? It was very strange. Um, and to really? me, yeah. She yeah, said, you're the, only, the guy, island, only guy there. How dare you? I'm the only guy in, in this, this meeting. In this inclusion meeting that yes. she's a part of? Yes. Yeah. It, Diversity it, equity meeting that she's a part of? Correct. There's a clear contradiction between what people, I think, an innocent interpretation of what these words mean and the actual application of how they're working how did people respond world. to her so the host of this meetings uh seemed to have appreciated this individual yelling at me which i thought was also strange and then it didn't take until the very end of the meeting where one of the other individuals on this call had said hey i you know james i appreciate you sharing your perspective on this i um you know i think we are trying to strive for kind of an inclusive community here. And we just, I just want you to know from an individual to an individual, like your perspective matters here. And that was huge for me. It's like, finally someone said something because when this, after this person yelled and freaked out, I kind of froze. I didn't really know how to respond to that. Um, Like I could have responded with, well, you're proving my point. Like literally when I went through my little monologue, you're literally proving the exact point I was making. But I decided not to say that. I decided to just say quiet. What do you think she would have done? She probably would have figured out I, more, right? I don't know this person, so I have no idea. But uh, I decided to just, because it got really heated in that moment, I was just like, I'm going to let this cool down before responding to anything uh, and try and keep my cool. Uh, I don't know how that played, but and I think that was the right okay. call. Okay, okay. Anyway, so I just think that, that that, I think was, I think that's an example of kind of what, might be happening in our culture, i.e. the culture war, where there are new ideas that are trying to replace the old ideas, and there are two camps that one camp believes in one set of ideals and one camp believes in another, and they're now going after each other. And so that, I think, was a microcosm of the broader culture war. So I guess part of why I wanted to talk about it is to flush out my own experience with it and to hopefully... Uh, encourage others to maybe start taking a more active role in participating in this stuff because we need all hands on deck. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yeah, that's why I don't live here anymore. 
Cause right. It sucks. So how has the culture war affected you, Jen? <laughs> well, I used to live here, and then once I realized that going to the grocery store is the best part of my week, <laughs> I was like, deuces, I'm outie. Um, Not an innie? No. <laughs> Not an innie and outie. <laughs> Let's talk about belly buttons. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, no. Seattle, the whole, whole West Coast is just so rigid on the restrictions. Not the entire West Coast. I'm sure there's pockets of the West Coast that are okay. Yeah, but Seattle was just like so restrictive and telling me how to live my life. And I am not okay with that. I do not. Yeah. You like your freedom too much. Oh, yeah. Like, and this was even before vaccines and the mandates. And this was just mask wearing. It's like, okay, you're going to go out. You need to wear your mask. But, like, everything was closed. So I couldn't go out and do, like, anything that I wanted to do. And they were telling me to social distance. And, like, I lost, I guess I was figuring out my life. But, like, I was working, lost a job, had to find another one. My life was just very unfulfilled. And I couldn't do a lot of things that I wanted to do. I just felt like I wasn't progressing in my life. I was not progressing. And so I decided to leave forever. And <laughs> <laughs> never come back. You ran away. But here I am. I'm back. Run away. Yeah. No, I decided to leave forever. And now I totally lucked out with Florida because I only moved to Florida because relatives live there. And, and I called them and I'm like, hey, can I move in with you in a week? And they're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, great. And then I ended up loving Florida. Florida exceeded my expectations. Like I only decided to move to Florida because of relatives allowing me to stay there. And I just wanted to start somewhere where I knew people. And then... Florida ended up being great because it was so sunny and warm. And I'm like, wow, I really like this kind of climate. <laughs> <laughs> and then people were so nice because it, every day is a nice day. Every day is like, every day is a beach day. So people are just so happy because they're living in like, in, in like tropical Florida. I was living in tropical Florida. So people are just so happy and it's so sunny and people are so nice. And I was like totally vacationing i'm still vacationing like your mindset's just on spring breaker mentality 24 7 so like i went from being miserable and then and things were opening up it wasn't i would say 100 percent open like there were still some limitations but it was so minor compared to here like now it's totally open people are like going out like crazy like it, it's like you go over there and it's like there's a pandemic <laughs> what pandemic Again, even now, depending, like, if I were to shop at Costco, I'd probably have to wear a mask because it's Costco. Or Apple, I'd have to make an appointment because it's Apple, right, depending on the business. But if you're a small business or even, like, a Publix, like, they'll, on the, on the window of the Publix, it'll say... For those who don't know, what's a Publix, Joe? Oh, <laughs> Publix is, like, a major grocery store in the South, and everyone's obsessed with it. It's like obsessed. People love their Publixes. Yeah, what is pecan rolls in the world? Yeah, there people, it is. people love their pub subs too. They're like obsessed That's with them. That's a thing. I never heard of that. Pub subs. They're yeah, like yeah. you. Do, people don't go to Subway. They go to Publix for oh. a sub. That's yeah. a fun little nugget. Yeah, it is a fun little nugget. <laughs> yeah. I'm not go to Subway the next time I come visit you. Yeah, don't go to Subway. Go to Publix. 
Anyways, um, but yeah, I left Seattle because I just was not moving forward in my life. And then Florida, I can do whatever the F I want. I yeah. can literally do whatever I want. So, and I can hear my, my critical part of my mind is thinking, oh, how do, what does this have to do with the culture war? So what would you say, you leaving the restrictive nature of Washington State and moving to Florida... What would you say to those that may might be like, oh, that has nothing to do with the culture war? What would you say to those people? Well, it's all about, like, authority. And people kind of, like, telling you what to do and, like, how to live your life. So, like, the governor here in Washington is, like, mandating... Uh, yeah, Dad, Dad would probably have a better take on that than with the what Navy. Because you're in the middle of it. What is Inslee <laughs> telling us to do? Well, you just yeah, have to so do like... stuff here that should be your decision. And in Florida, they call him Daddy DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> because the people freaking love him. He's like the best dad ever. Because they're like... He'll just let us do what we want. <laughs> exactly. He's the fun parent. No, DeSant- DeSantis is just like, you know, let people make their own decisions. Like, yeah, in Washington. Just, just like inform them of what's going on. Tell them like the suggested precautions. And ultimately, they will do what they need to do. To make themselves feel like safe, sane, and happy. Like, he really just puts it on the people. Inform them and let them do what they need to do. Here, it's like, wear a mask, social distance, get vaccinated. Otherwise, go to hell. Like, or lose your freedoms. That's just. Or, like, well, that's that's practically the same thing. (laughs) So, Hmm? uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Inslee. The fact that he got reelected again blew my mind. Because that tells you a lot about the people that live here. It's almost like... They're crazy. It's almost like it's a different culture in Florida (laughs) versus here. (laughs) You're right. It does kind of sound like that, doesn't it? It's almost like one prefers to have the individual... It seems like some people like their life and some people don't. (laughs) Actually, I think the best example of what you're saying is the Starbucks visit right after you... Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I literally came to Seattle... Like a week ago, the first stop I made right after my flight landed was a Seattle Starbucks. Me and my mom go into the Starbucks. We order our cake pops and fraps. Not true, but whatever. <laughs> and then <laughs> we take it. Can the you just be quiet? True. It was, but this experience was true. The experience correct? is true. I did okay. not order cake pops, but it doesn't matter. We order without. A, okay. The crazy thing is, I did not wear a mask to order. Did I? Pretty sure I didn't. Anyways, I went in, ordered without a freaking mask on. They didn't say anything about that. Stupid. But not stupid, because I didn't want one. And then uh, we get our food, or cake pops and fraps. Not true for that. And then we take a seat at the table, and we start eating. We probably get, like, one minute of eating in. And then the barista comes to our table, and he's like... "Um, Show me your papers. Yeah, he's like... Uh, can I see your, your vaccination card? And then I look at my, at mom and I'm like, I don't have that. Cause I have it on my phone, but the phone's in the car. I don't want to walk to the car, walk back to Starbucks. Blech. And so I'm like, let's just leave. And mom's kind of frustrated that I don't have it. And that we like, we wanted to like sit down and talk and stuff. Cause I just got picked up. I haven't seen her in a while. She's like, Ugh. like, she's also annoyed that we have to like, we can't, like, and just enjoy our food at Starbucks. Like, we have to get it and then get kicked out and eat it in the car. And so 
I'm, but I'm just like, like, let's just go. Let's just go. Like, I don't have my stuff. Let's go. And she's just like, ah. And I wish I said, like, after he said, can I get your, vac- can I see your vaccination card? I wish I said, oh, is it because I'm Jewish? <laughs> what do you think he would have said? would have said if you I wish well I I want to go back and say it you should because well I if that happens again the thing is I don't want to support Starbucks but I want to finish my gift cards (laughs) that I have Um, but so after I finish the gift cards then I'll stop going um it's not very healthy for you anyway it's not. It's not that great if we're going to tie back into our last podcast yeah eating healthy unhealthy Starbucks gross uh, it's not as convenient in Florida anyway. So, anyways, uh, if he said what, what would he, what what? How what? do you think they would have reacted if you had just said no? If I said or, the Jewish or if thing, you if said I said the, the Jewish, Jewish thing, thing, yeah, uh, I could see them just kind of him kind of standing in shock, and then just I could see him being like, "Sorry, like this is just I don't create the rules, I enforce them." Kind of card. It's like, I can't really be mad at the person that's just enforcing the rules. Mm-hmm. You know? This is like, you know this, the... No, but the, you can, you know, though. Sh- <laughs> that's the thing. You can, though. That's literally the excuse the Nazis made. It's like, I'm just taking orders. Like, that's not good mm-hmm. enough. You know the, 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 the phrase, don't hate the player, hate the game? For this, you have to hate the, the, the game, not the player. But you also have to hate the player, actually. You gotta hate, you have to, hate everything. <laughs> in this, That's what we're here in to this do. example, you hate both. Yes. Yeah, I gotta hate the player and the game. Yep. You don't like the Nazism, and you have thing. to critique the Nazis. <laughs> Dad's like, hate's a negative thing. Don't hate. Love. Yeah. Don't Love. Hate. Wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Um, so, what do you think that you think they were just stood there in shock? <sighs> yeah, they, and, and come would, and come back with that phrase. Like, I just have, have to tell you to do it, this. Though? Huh? What would they have done to enforce it? Would they have called the cops on you? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, maybe I just won't move. Probably. Then let them call the cops. Ooh, that would be so fun. Oh, I shouldn't have done anything. I don't know if fun's the right word. No, (laughs) that would be so fun. Ah, I shouldn't have, I should have tried to like verbalize and then let them call the cops on me and then had a great, and then have a great conversation with the cops. I usually can. Don't be so sure about that. Cops. There's some good cops and then there's some not good cops. I I don't know. The the crazy thing is, whenever I get pulled over by a cop, I always get ticketed, but I usually, (laughs) (laughs) but I usually end up like, uh, I always get ticketed, but I'm likable, so (laughs) I'm sure they'll handcuff me, put me in their car, but you know, we'll have great conversations on the way, so they'll let me out when I'm done. Uh, I think you're romanticizing how that encounter will go. <laughs> I think that's totally worth going to jail for, though. That's like uh, an MLK yeah, that, kind of thing. That's it's it would be a uh, it would be an MLK kind of. That's thing. An, that's like standing up for your rights. Civil disobedience is one of the best. Yeah. yeah. So next time I'll do that. <laughs> Just make sure you don't miss your flight. <laughs> Give yourself enough time to miss to not. Miss okay, I'll go if you like okay. five hours beforehand. Yeah, see, so we need to we need to look we need to we need to go online and look up how long does it take for them to process someone that does this type of crime, and then we'll just do it with that much time as margin we do to, this? to catch your flight. Let's do this. Let's let's go. Let's intentionally go to a Starbucks in Seattle, ask for cake pops, cake pops and fraps. Sit down. But not really, because those are fake. Right, <laughs> right. But, but not really. We'll get something else. And then we'll sit down at the table, 
And then they'll ask for a back card, and then we'll be like, um, no thanks. And then we'll get into an argument, and then they'll call the cops on us, and then we'll get handcuffed well, and thrown yeah. into the cop car, and then we'll have great conversations, <laughs> and then <laughs> we'll make our flight back to Florida just in time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see that going a couple – I mean – if the cop does get involved, I could, I mean, there's a few different ways that goes, right? Like, the cop could be like, I'm not enforcing that law. That's stupid. Watch it really happen. Or they could literally arrest you and you might actually have to serve time. Like, it could go... I doubt. It, it could I almost go either time. extreme. I like, could also just see it happening and them, like, a barista not enforcing it. I could see a barista being that like... That would be the hope uh, because it shouldn't be enforced, but... Yeah, I think it depends on the barista. Yes, it does. I just, Yeah. It yeah. d- depend on the individual. Yeah, it really does. Depends how woke they are. Well, yeah, woke. There seems to be a weird correlation between wokeism and the mandates, which I actually want to talk about. What do you a little mean? Bit. So, because it's, it seems to be similar circles that are promoting both kind of the woke ideas as well as the mandates, and I want to point out maybe a little hypocrisy or not hypocrisy, a contradiction, right? The people that want. Now, wokeness is kind of a catch-all term. It's very vague in terms of what it actually means. Uh, but it's a catch-all for kind of a lot of the culture war stuff that's going on. The woke people generally will say, you know, we want to have, we're, we're rep- you know, we're, we're fighting for the, the people of color or whatever. We're fighting for marginalized minorities or whatever, right? Um, and then the vaccine people obviously want mandates. Now, the thing that I think either of those crowds, if they happen to be different people or those people that happen to be in both crowds are missing is who are the people that are the least vaccinated in our populations? It's black people. Black people are, seem to be the most hesitant, vaccine hesitant demographic you're looking at it based they on have that, They have that. That's true in there. Washington. That's true in Washington state. I know that's also true in New York state. Or maybe it's New York city, but. Um, yeah, it's definitely true. Yeah, sure. But, and there's actually a historical reason for that. Um, but, uh, but so you can't, it seems like you can't be woke and then also want vaccine mandates. Like, because if you're having vaccine mandates, meaning you cannot get into restaurants, you cannot get into bars, you cannot participate in society without having, showing your papers and having your vaccine card. Are you then saying you do not want blacks to participate because they are, happen to be the, the least vaccinated, but demographic. Right. And so, but for some reason, there seems to be a lot of overlap between those two groups in terms of what they want to do with society but they're walking in, in a contradiction of, like, those are two competing objectives. And it seems like the medical tyranny is winning over the woke uh, desires of striving for... It's, it's just weird, because it's like you want to help black people, and yet vaccine mandates will disproportionately harm black people. You can't hold both ideas at the same time. At least that seems to be... They're, they're both different excuses for gaining power. Yeah. Power trip, what's up? <laughs> So yeah, anyway, I just wanted to, in relation to your whole vaccine uh, experience, that what other things have you ran into in terms of the culture war? Because I think there's a lot of things that are happening on a mainstream level that are uh, reflective of kind of the culture war that's occurring. Is there any other things that you guys have experienced that you think are adjacent to said culture war oh they just updated the pharmacist oath it used to be uh do no harm the hippocratic oath the new oath is i will consider the welfare of humanity and the relief of suffering my primary concerns 
I will promote inclusion, embrace diversity, and advocate for the justice and advancement of health equity. So I think the first half of that doesn't sound that terrible. It's just the second half that would give maybe someone pause. Yeah, so the uh, basically <clears throat> the woke ideology is embedded now in the Hippocratic Oath that um, pharmacists have to say when they get their degrees now. And so when you say woke, you're referring to those pillars of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yes. It, is it's it's going to put diversity, equity, and inclusion as a higher goal than anything medical for uh, right. So, so there was some states that I think literally. So I, like, think it was, I think it was Texas had. So, like, can you give me an example of of when well, that would I mean, be if like? You take that seriously in triage. You'd put a black person in front of a white person. They, they it, it would justify discrimination essentially. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah, and this actually happened in Texas. I think there was vaccine rollouts, and they were literally excluding white people from getting vaccines. They like there was literally someone that was trying to get a vaccine. And they, were, and they were rejected because they weren't a marginalized person. So, like, the... the, the that makes them marginalized I, when you do that. Yeah, there's a, there's a weird kind of contradiction. It's, it's, it, that's one of the things that you, I think, find when talking about a lot of the woke stuff is there seems to be a lot of contradictions within that... See, liberals are just confused. They're well, so confused. I wouldn't cast that wide of a net. <laughs> I just, care, like, what do you mean by liberals exactly? Because that could just simply be someone like a Jimmy Dore, and I, you have no idea who that is. But I'm, that person I'm is, talking about the uber-liberals. All the uber-liberals, I find, are just lost in their life. Because they, all they do is follow every new trend, and they don't even know what gender they are. <laughs> like, they so literally what do you, what are you, so lost. What do, you mean by, what do you mean by people that you're referring to? Give us examples. Just make it more concrete. People that I've met that are uber woke or Demi Lovato. There it is. <laughs> Demi, you were so good, girl, you when you sang so the Star Spangled Banner at that Dallas Cowboys game. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's funny when she goes around saying uh, aliens are gonna get offended right by it's like it's like aliens. don't speak for an alien <laughs> you can't put words in their mouth have you met one you, you don't give, know if they're offended you need to give demi the benefit of the doubt here and assume she can... she's talked to aliens and she, they have told her this is really offensive you need to have your people stop it <laughs> <laughs> that must be it i that think, must be I think there's happened. something there so it might be something there yeah just from my experience with and they just seem really depressed because they're you whispered that. I don't think people... Because they're lost. They're lost. They're lost. I don't know. I'm in Florida where it's... Florida's extremely diverse. Yeah, it's extremely diverse. Huge, they have a huge Haitian population. They have a huge Cuban population. A whole bunch of diverse cultures in Florida. That is very true. Are you going to add on, on to that? <laughs> <laughs> Are we recording? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? Did you want to add anything? I don't know. I want this on <laughs> public. <laughs> but you love public. It's, it's not, yeah, it's going to public, it's not public. Okay, all right. <laughs> and I can cut it out. What is it? <laughs> I can cut it out. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's too. It's diverse. What? Just say it. It's, it's too, um. I don't know, divisive, it's if you want to. too sensitive of a topic. Yeah, yeah, I think what, it is. What, just how I, diverse this 
No, I mean, just, just the things we're talking about. Yeah, it's just... What? It's too much. I have, <laughs> I have 10 listeners. 12? <laughs> well, I know, but uh, what if it, you take off someday? I mean, I'm not going to take off. You might. You no, might. I won't. Yes, you might become famous. No, I won't. At least what, what if this is what causes her to be famous? <laughs> I will become She'll in- be infamous. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be infamous, not famous. It's more than famous, right? <laughs> He's not going to elaborate. Yeah, I guess not. But I think there's actually a little bit of uh, wisdom in that, though, that observation, right? Like you were saying, Jen, how Florida's all super, uh, super conservative, and Dad's like, well, wait a second, it's actually a very diverse place. Diversity in itself isn't an inherently bad thing, right? No. Looking at Florida, the Florida's insanely diverse, and it's one of the most thriving states in our country, right? It's when you are going to start enforcing diversity as opposed to allowing it to happen naturally. naturally. I think that's part of the, the opposing... Again, I think that's part of the opposing views of the culture war. One wants to enforce it, and the other one wants to ha- let it happen naturally. And the one that wants to let it, la- let it happen naturally, it takes time. It really is very diverse. Oh, yeah. Florida big time. It's but, becoming more so. But to me, the point of enforcing diversity is just so some people can take over it take control it's all about power yeah they don't really care about the people they say they care about oh yeah this whole culture war thingy is about power yeah it's all like this whole vaccine covid crap is about power. yeah that's right that's right that's why you're i hate that the sickness is real i wish it was fake and then someone would like you know prove that it was fake well it's sort of going that direction the omicron what do you mean so basically the way a virus normally evolves is the the later versions of it are less lethal so and more easy to catch, which is exactly what Omicron looks like right now. So, so it's ba- easier to catch. And so basically lethal. we're all going to get it, but we probably won't get very sick and then we'll be immune after that. Okay, so then people can chill. Right. Like they right. should have been right. almost That's, the whole time. Unless the government says lockdowns. Yeah, I, th- I think even the government is realizing that now so today's news was that uh quarantine is down to five days from 10 did you know that i did hear that yes and i think it's uh it's bowing to the reality that the new variant isn't that bad yeah that's right isn't that bad that's good i don't think there's actually been a recorded death yet at least not in america there was one that was floating around but apparently that person had like other problems like they were already dying of like lung cancer or something (laughs) i don't know if that's true or not maybe fact check me on that but yeah (laughs) i don't think there's actually been a legitimate recorded case of death from omicron from from omicron at least in america that might not be true in other parts of the world but it's just because you can always add a disease like what you're talking about yeah so there there has to be like thousands of people that are already dying of something and we got omicron well, yeah, I guess, again, it's a dis- an important distinction of whether people are dying with it or from it. Right. Right, like which, George which, Floyd had COVID in his system, but no one actually believes he died of COVID-19. Right. Right. Even though he probably would have been included in the statistics because right. he died with COVID. Right. Yeah. Right. So to, to calculate deaths is very complex. So that's just the way they do it, the way let, they shorthand it. It's just list all the diseases you had when you died. It, yeah. makes, it makes sense, but... But in, in the case of a pandemic, when there are people that are dying from likely other causes and COVID might have just happened to be the straw that broke the camel's back, and then that's what we're 
just True. using to justify the power grab. It's the pa- it's justifying the power grab, like you keep saying. It's... Oh, there's nothing better than a plague to justify a power grab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plague 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. <laughs> I don't get the reference. <laughs> there's no reference. Okay. <laughs> it just sounded like it's you're. It's my reference. I thought you're making a reference to something. No. Um, <laughs> so here, here's. Wait, guess, does Dad have a, a a fun story for? Well, he said his his all pharmacy my, oath thing. Yeah. Oh, all okay. my stories are depressing. <laughs> I love depression, especially the great one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dark joke. Uh, yeah. So it sounds like this supposed culture war is affecting all of us in slightly different ways. But would we agree that it's a thing? Because I've had a conversation with... <laughs> no, but I'm, I, mean, I actually say that kind of genuinely because I've had conversations with other people that think that we're not in a culture war. That's funny. Right. And so there are people, not unintelligent people, mind you, that don't necessarily view what we're going through as some type of culture war. I okay. think on a podcast you recently had, Jen, you had a guest on that had talked about thinking that a civil war was already starting it was just a soft civil war right you could kind of contextualize that conversation i think within the culture war as well where there is a battle of ideas that is occurring on on a national scale and it's unclear what set of ideas will prevail right there's always gonna be issues and conflicts in the world but how do you think we're gonna like mend things a little I don't it's... know. I don't know if that's possible. So, like, well, like, are you, I guess, where do you think we're gonna go from here? Like, where do you think we're gonna be in a year from here? Or do you think, be, like, as COVID kind of just dwindles throughout time, we'll just kind of be a little better until the next issue comes? I'm really good at predicting things other than the future. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing. <laughs> Got it. You're helpful. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So what we need to solve it though is Abraham Lincoln. We need him back. Need so him you're back. saying we need a civil war. No, we, we, need, <laughs> we need a leader of the quality of Abraham Lincoln. That's the only thing that can take us out. Of well, you know what Trump said? He was, Trump said he was the best since Lincoln. So is that who you're talking about? <laughs> that is not who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny. Do you know how to like reincarnate people? Yeah. That's a good <laughs> idea. Take some DNA out of his casket and make him come alive again mm, they probably could do that they're uh, probably getting close to doing that That sounds terrifying oh that would be great then well you know the problem a... is he'll take 55 years to make <laughs> <laughs> he needs to read all those books again can we postpone these that? issues world can we postpone these issues uh can no. all these problems wait 55 years? A good leader will definitely... Yeah, this is something I've recently come to terms with, is a society is only as good as the, uh, as the benevolence of its powerful and wealthy individuals. I think that's kind of playing out right now, where a, yeah. enough of our powerful and wealthy individuals in our society just don't quite have the moral chops to handle crises that we're running into now. And that's kind of a bummer. In terms of your question, where are we going to be? Because I don't think it's, I don't think COVID is uh, necessarily the primary issue. So we talked a lot about culture war. Here's kind of the weird kind of catch with the whole culture war thing is I don't think that's actually the main battle. I think the main battle, I think the culture war is being used as a tool 
by essentially the those same powerful wealthy people that I talked about earlier to basically distract us all into all bickering about all these nonsensical things like what is someone's biological sex and is that even a real thing uh, when they're trying to accumulate as much power and wealth to themselves as they possibly can. And so those types of people uh, seem to be, uh, uh, I guess, like we like during the pandemic, there's been a greatest transfer of wealth that we've ever seen from basically working class people to wealthy individuals, to powerful people. The powerful have gotten more powerful because of COVID. The wealthy have gotten more wealthy because of COVID. So they have a financial and a power incentive to maintain the status quo as it currently is constructed. Um, and I think they're using the culture war as kind of like a go squabble about these nonsensical issues while we continue to maintain our, our authority and status. Um, I think that's kind of the unfortunate weird reality. reality we're kind of living in, yeah. Mm. So even though there are lots of culture war issues that are legitimate issues, it's like the culture war is only half the battle. It's not the only battle. Yeah. All right, well, that was fun. I enjoyed talking about war. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something you want to participate in, I assure you. Yeah. War is a terrible thing. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> war! <laughs> yeah! All right, that was fun. <laughs> so uh, thank you for joining me today in this topic of the culture wars. Uh, and I hope you guys listen next time out there on Genuine Connections.